guys, welcome to Have a Chat, a place where we have a chat. On this podcast, we'll be covering a range of topics that are close to our hearts. From business and parenting to mindset, relationships and balancing it all. We'll also be interviewing amazing people to share their life stories. Let's get into it. Hello, hello guys. Good morning. Hello, hello. How are you going this morning, Kurt? Did you have a good morning with the kids? I did have a good morning with the kids. It's a bit of a struggle to get them out of the house this oh, morning. It's a punish. But it's a punish. <laughs> That is, what do you expect though? We took the three kids this morning um, for a walk down the beach and Kurt just looked at me and he was oh. like, I don't know how you used to do this on your own. Oh, see, I can understand why you just leave them in pyjamas all day. <laughs> I just want to get them changed so they're comfy. Kurt's always like, we need to get them dressed. And I'm like, who cares? They're kids. And sometimes like, it's the difference between getting out of the house and not getting out of the house. Yeah, I know that now. Especially if you're on your own. <laughs> and how has your week been? It's been good. It's been really good. That's I don't even know when it's starting, when it's ending. <laughs> Getting it's used the, to it. The days it's kind of just... like you're always working, then always kidding. Yeah, just then... always, it's just always constant, but then... It's so different to what yeah, you Yeah, it's just to. not like full on and then you come home and don't want to do anything. You're just slowly plotting along, doing shit all the time. Yeah. And then the kids go down to sleep and you're like, oh, I want to watch TV. And you're like, oh, I probably should yeah, do should, something should else. Yeah, work, yeah. Yeah, it's hard to get the balance, right? It's been well, taken me five years and I still haven't got the balance right. <laughs> yeah. And then it's, yeah, it's going to be to take time to do not work either. It is yeah. good to take that. Definitely. Because it was even today we weren't really going to work and then we're still, I'm still trying to do shit. Just, <laughs> but then you're trying to make tomorrow easier. But so talk to anyone who owns their own business and they'll say, there, I reckon there is no balancing. It's just doing things when they need to be done and then trying to switch off and enjoy the well, moments I, I like to just do a little bit every day because then the, there's one day when you're not loaded yeah because usually if something happens that day it's cool well before you were off though i used to leave everything pretty much to tuesday from friday so i'd have like saturday sunday monday where i would do nothing and then tuesday was like a 12 hour plus day and i was stressed out of my brains every yeah, week yeah so there's no i don't i'm not up in that yeah yeah so i'd rather i just tag team having like four hours each in the office to try to get those things done each day so there's not like that stressful day each week but what have been your favorite and least favorite parts of the week um Favourite part? Can you please stop burping? <laughs> uh, I just, just uh, My favourite parts this week would probably be, probably, yeah, going to the backyard to the gym now that my hand's feeling a bit better. And then my least favourite bit probably would have been, we went down the beach the other day and it was so good. Like we're having beers and it was good with everyone, but the surf was really good. <laughs> <coughs> wow. Oh my gosh. But. Yeah, but the reason was because I wish I actually was out there surfing. Yeah. But then, yeah. You could have. I know, but then I was having a beer and I couldn't be bothered too. So it's really not that bad. I was doing something good, but I was. And it was freezing. It was freezing cold. That's probably what put me off. Yeah. And, um. Yeah, then I'll that's probably my worst part. It wasn't really not that bad. <laughs> no. So I think my favorite part would probably be going to my girlfriend's baby shower. I really enjoyed that and catching up with her. I haven't seen her for a really long time. I was a little bit nervous to go. I feel like I've been a bit anxious lately and I haven't been in a position where I've really gone out without Kurt and the kids for a, a long time, a long, long time. Um, and I kind of felt a little bit social, a little bit of social anxiety before I left. Um, but then I went and I had such a good time. Um, so yeah, that was really good. And I was proud of myself for just overcoming how I felt 
you know, I had to do a few little practices to get myself back in line. I did vlog about it in depth over on our YouTube channel. So you guys can catch up on exactly kind of how I felt in that over there. Um, but then my least favorite part was probably having that anxiety and feeling that way. I hate feeling like that. And I haven't had it for a long yeah, time, I hate but, it like that too. and I think sometimes like, you know, like COVID and everything going on can help like trigger that because you get so used to being in your own little bubble because people aren't kind of doing things the same. Yeah, it's just it's so much shitter. Yeah, it'll get better though. It will get better. Now it's time for questions of the week. All right. So the first question. This is actually a really good one. Do you think working with Kurt full time will affect your relationship negatively? I'll let you answer it first. No, I don't think so. I think like we're going to definitely got... have to find a bit of a balance, though. Yeah, as long as we get down just to go do our own things, yeah. And prioritise that. Yeah, prioritise that, which is, we have, it's been sort of shit, sort of two weeks, mm. but we're just getting our head around. So I'm still learning and everything, too, so it's just... And a, just, like, getting into a routine, yeah, I think. Which would sort of start in the last couple of days. So yeah. But, yeah, I think, I think it's something that we're both definitely hyper-aware of. Yeah. I think it's something that we're both kind of... Um, worried not worried about but we're both very mindful of and like if we can tell one of us is getting annoyed at each other like one will take the kids and kind of walk away like I don't know I think it's something where we have to be aware of it and we have to as well even though we're at home together just have our own space so you know as well there is a lot to do we're running two businesses we've got yeah. Reg's kids we've got Loveless Rose there's a lot of stuff to do so we don't actually see each other that much no no we don't like it's more than what it was but it's still yeah it's still probably, you know, like, yeah, it's, it's really not that much more. Yeah. Yeah. I thought, it, I thought we'd fun, be seeing yeah. each other heaps and heaps, but I mean, we've got three kids, so somebody has to be with them full time yeah. and then somebody has to be getting everything else done. Yeah. So yeah, but definitely something that we're being mindful of. And I guess, you know, yeah, you guys will... Heaps people said, are saying that. Yeah. That. But we'll just have to... But it's definitely something, I guess, we will share the journey with going forward and, um... Yeah, I think it, I think it is going to be a bit of a balancing act, though. Like, I'm going to be lying if I said I think it's going to be easy every day. I feel like some days we're going to get annoyed each other. Mm. Well, yeah, it's just natural, isn't it? Um, there is one here. Uh, how much was your house cost overall from building it plus renos? I've never answered this before. I've got asked so many times how much the renovation cost, but I've never had you next to me to like ask if you mind if I share. It's not like, and I've never wanted to share yeah. it without like talking to you first. Things are just yeah, they're expensive. It's to build it, it's expensive. But then like, really, you just work on like everyone could sort of know the cost. If the house looks pretty standard, everyone would sort of know the cost these days of what that house would be. If they know how big it is, it's like roughly between fifteen hundred bucks a square meter to like two and a half thousand dollars a square meter so two, up to three thousand square yeah, meter so like you go on two and a half up is your well you'll know when you walk into a house that's like that because you the finishes on it are just a whole different ball game yeah yeah the thing that um is the most thing to consider is like the land the value of the land how much the land is cost because that can be so variable yeah that's exactly right like it you could pretty much pay well what, i don't know really you, most most of the time your house has cost more than your land you should re really. Our land cost more than our house. <laughs> yeah, did, actually, the start. It did. The, when we first did it our depends house. Depends where you buy. Yeah. When we first did it, I was... Yeah, it was actually the land was more expensive than the house. Yeah, so yeah, do you want to talk about the costs? 
Yeah, we're supposed to can. All right. Go on, Curdy. <laughs> well, the house was probably around the 200000 to build, which is super, super cheap. But it was a long time ago. That was a long time ago. Yeah. Which is, and then, yeah. And then that was me doing all the plumbing and yeah. getting discounts for, for plumbing and that as well. Yeah. And then the renovation was probably around the 200000 as well, even though it was mm-hmm. half the size of the house. It's because it... We went up a story. Went up a story and we did... All better. the outside as well. Well, outside and everything on the inside was that bit up. Plus, we price. redid a lot of the house. Like, we redid all the flooring throughout the whole house. We repainted the whole house. So, we kind of fixed up a lot of things yeah. that we wanted to change in our house as well. Oh, and the the fixtures you put in and the, just that bit extra on the tiles and that. Because when yeah. we were first doing it, obviously, we went, what's your well, cheapest we, rate? We couldn't afford to. That's yeah. the thing. Yeah, and then we yeah. just pretty much said, "What? give us a selection of the cheapest thing. And then we just put pick what we thought looked best out of the yeah. cheapest. But this time we sort of... And when we first did it too, we were only 21. Yeah, yeah like that's... 20, like, we're 20. Yeah, like so we yeah. really didn't know what was sort of going with what. We and just, we didn't really understand the value of yeah, we just pick, We sort of just went online really and just picked like a, oh, that room looks cool and we sort of copied, copied the same colours and yeah. tiles and that. But then this time we had a better idea because we've obviously been looking at things and... Yeah. Yeah. So what was the total value then? So it was kind of just under 400000 to build a home with the Renault. Yeah. With when the you think Re- about it. Yeah. Because was it 180 something initially? Yeah, it was 180 the first time. And this was around about the same. Say 200. Yeah. This would be about... By the time we do all the finishes on the outside. Yeah, it was on the finishes on the outside. And then you got to put in actually there too... Be, it'd be a little bit more than oh, that. Oh, because we had our other Renault where we added the pool and pool the aircon and, and, and that. Yeah, aircon and solar. Yeah, so... Yeah, say it's the four fifty. Yeah, four fifty yeah. the total value. Which is probably it's pretty good. It's a five bedroom house, three bathroom, pool, aircon. Like I feel like we've done it pretty like. Yeah, yeah. It'll yeah. probably be around like a, if you did it right now in this right time, to do a stock standard like this would probably be around the five fifty six hundred. You reckon? Yeah. So we've just like done it kind of at an okay time yeah. when we did it. Yeah, and then we I knew people and I did my own stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? You got to add. Yeah. An extra 20 plus grand on there a for plumber. plumbing and... True. And trade. you did the plumbing for the Renault too. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. for everything. And then like landscaping and all that we've done. Like there's so many... Extra might, things. Yeah. So many little extra costs which help along the way. Yeah. But then that's me just being lucky that you like wanted to work full time. Then come home and plumb every afternoon. I didn't want it. And then do all the outside <laughs> stuff. Like I've just been lucky that you've been okay yeah. to be involved in that. You know, because you had zero time for so many months. Oh, I know. While we did the Renault. But yeah, it's just, it's all worth it now. It's so nice. So worth it. Um, There's one on here that's a bit interesting. How did your family feel about you being online slash YouTube? I haven't really said much. Nah, like, and even on... Your mum's so good. She's like, oh, Kiara, you should film this. You should film this. And the kids are doing something funny. Like, I feel like your mum's like, so, like, doesn't mind at all. Yeah, everyone just thought... Like, why are you taking so much time out of your life to... But then that's just, like, me going, like, why do you take so much time out of your life to go to the gym every day? It's just because I love doing it. That's exactly right. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, people were just, like... It was just, like, more of a hobby. Yeah. Well, my, my mum and dad were totally fine, too. Yeah. Everyone... Yeah, everyone's been, like, totally yeah. fine, no one's very ever said accepting. Us, no one's ever said to us, why are you doing that? Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's no. what a family should be. They shouldn't... 
They should support you. Yeah, they should support you. That's exactly what... Because when I first started doing it, no one was doing it. So it was a bit of like a weird, unusual oh, you can imagine thing to be doing. For, but you can imagine just someone just rocking up and then like filming. Like it does look... Now but it's it the normalest thing in the world. It took me a while to get to that point too. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And it kind of it kind of had... I had people in my family and that making me feel comfortable. So initially I didn't really vlog them or film them. And then they're like, oh, you should film this. You should film that. And then I'm like, oh, sweet. They obviously don't mind. I didn't yeah. just like put a camera straight in their face. No. Um, we you still know, don't now. Like, I still don't now. Exactly yeah. right. Because you don't know. Somebody could just be having a day and not really feel like... Yo, and you I, know. I have them. Yeah. I have those 100% <laughs> you do. So do I. But then I just go through it and I'm like, I just explain how I'm feeling. I don't care about... Yeah. I don't feel like that's I have to hide. That's the next step on that again. Exactly yeah. right. I don't care about being vulnerable online because no no matter what, everyone has those days. You know? And that's all about keeping it real. But, oh. <laughs> So for this week's What's Going On in the World, I wanted to chat about what's going on in South Africa. I've shown Kurt a few clips here and there, um, but if you guys haven't been aware of what's kind of gone on, you should definitely do a bit of research. I'm one of those people that I don't really watch the news, but um, when obviously my followers share different things that they're going through and that, I like I do care about you guys. I want to research and see what's going on in your country and see if there's any way that I can help. Um, and I showed Kurt this clip the other day, and it's a photo of that kid being thrown out of a burning building. The mum had to chuck its kid to like, there's all these um, people down below, like trying to catch this child. And it's just absolutely horrific. I don't know. I don't know enough information to comfortably talk about it. Yeah, um, a lot. But I do know because I've had a lot of people filling me in on like the main bits and pieces, but I'm going to read off um, Wikipedia what's kind of going on. So it says riots and protests took place in South Africa from Friday the 9th of July 2021 until Saturday the 17th of July 2021 in response to the arrest of former president. The riots triggered wider rioting and looting fueled by job layoffs and economic inequality worsened by the COVID-19 pandemic. So what's happened was apparently um, the president over there was caught stealing, I got told. Yeah, like, it's just what it's sort of he says things, but, like, it's pretty hectic. Yeah, so, apparently, um, and then from that, it's just, like, caused this massive writing. And As it would, because if, if that's true, that means the president is stealing every single person's money. money. Yeah. it's not. It's huge. Yeah, it's huge. Is, that's why people are... And I've been getting some messages of people just saying, like, you know, my dad's over there and he's absolutely horrified. There was one lady who said her dad was in hospital over there and they can't even get food. Um, and things like that. I, I can't remember like exactly what she said, but she said that basically the nurses are actually cooking, um, making, food making the food for them and that. So it's pretty horrific what's going on. And yeah, definitely take some time out to have a look. The videos and photos are like, I do want to warn you guys. They're, they're pretty horrific. I was crying. Yeah, it's full on. It is full on. Um, so that's something that I really want to just bring some more awareness to and chat about this week. If you guys have any other topics that you really want us to cover with what's going on in the world, send us a private message over on Have a Chat Podcast on Instagram. Um, that's where you guys can find us. Send yeah. us any messages, any recommendations, um, and also your questions of the week. So again, that's at Have a Chat Podcast on Instagram. Okay, so our main topic today, take it away, Curdy. What are we talking about? We're talking about the hardest thing that we've gone through. Which I think our long-term followers will probably have a good idea what this is about that we're going to discuss today. But I don't feel like I've really chatted about it in detail with you before. Yeah, like, in it was just that we just did it at time. We sort of spoke about it. No, but I mean online. Like, I don't feel like online you've ever spoken about from your perspective what it was like. 
to go through. So basically our daughter, um, Miller, she was born with a cleft lip and gum notch. And we found out when I was 20 weeks pregnant. And I just kind of want to share bit by bit how we felt along the journey um, and kind of how it's changed our lives, I reckon, yeah. completely. Oh, fully it has, yeah. Yeah. And it's going to be like changing it way more soon. I know, when she's going through all the next it's stages. Like, now it's like a sort of normal part you know what i mean it was hectic yeah. at the start normal now and then it, it's it'll gonna, get hard again it's gonna get hard years. again yeah. so how did you feel at no actually before how did you feel the first 20 weeks before we found out yeah had i felt good like it was just at the start we were a little bit nervous telling our yeah. like parents because we were so young yeah but then like we we're all set up and that so it wasn't like like really what do you do it's just an age thing then exactly like we weren't living at the house or anything like that but um yeah yeah, it was um yeah, it's so exciting. It's I didn't, so exciting. Yeah, I wasn't. I didn't, once I found out, I didn't have no like, oh shit at all. I was just sort of more excited. It was all we were worried about is like, oh, I wonder what the gender's gonna be. Yeah. Like, wonder this, wonder what they're gonna look like. Like, it was all those things. Like, is she gonna look more like you or more than me? Like, the thought of something going wrong honestly didn't even cross my mind. And I feel like you know, being first time parents, I don't know if maybe other parents felt like that as well. But then obviously after having Miller, we ended up having miscarriage as well. But I was so shocked. Like I didn't think anything could go wrong or I didn't think, you know, I was just so excited. Yeah. Like, yeah, I would never thought something could go wrong ever, ever, ever. No. And And then, yeah. Even they tell you, you're like, yeah. What happened to me? (laughs) yeah that's always just thought invincible it's probably being young yeah yeah but then um at 16 weeks i was at work and that's when we had the first bleed yeah which is which we thought was not too bad like oh it's just we're bleeding but then like, how did you feel though when i phoned you yeah i was like oh fuck like i was like maybe something bad's happened then i was like oh it'll be fine like what really she's not yeah well, I went anything hectic or yeah, it was basically just when I was on my feet at work. So every time I went into work, I would start bleeding and it wasn't a lot of blood. I remember it probably saying it was like two tablespoons worth of blood, yeah. um, but enough to be concerning. And then, um, I ended up by 20 weeks, they put me on bed rest cause I didn't really know what was going on. They thought I had, no, they found a blood clot. Yeah. I had a blood clot that was five centimeters by four centimeters. And they said, if the blood clot comes out, because it's so early on, you could lose the baby. Yeah, the baby will... Follow. Yeah, follow. Because of it. The size yeah. of it. Because it was so big. So they're like, you need to just go to, onto bed rest. Yeah. Um, that blood clot ended up staying in there the whole time, hey? Yeah. Because yeah. I ended up being on bed rest pretty much my entire pregnancy with Miller. Yeah, which was a weird thing too. Like, oh, it was everyone such we knew a hard time. Really. It was, yeah, so hard to stay positive and so hard to stay... You know, stay yeah. in a good frame of mind when you're on bed rest and you're worried about losing your baby. Oh, and it's shit for the girls too because they just all they want to do is go see their friends, feel good. And yeah, like, I was worried if show I the, from... Yeah, show the baby off. In it's not you're not showing the baby off, but showing the your belly off. So, and yeah, you know what I mean. The I first was, time, yeah. I was literally worried about walking from the bed to the kitchen or the bed yeah. to the toilet. Like I laid when I tell you I laid in bed. Most of my pregnancies, actually, yeah. I end up laying in bed. Um, but especially with Miller and then Lincoln at the end, I was just bed rest. Yeah. Um, but then at 20 weeks, we went to an ultrasound. And this was the first time we ever took both of our parents to an appointment because um, we already kind of knew what the... We already knew what the gender was by then. Yeah, we knew what the gender was. We knew the gender, was. but yep. we just wanted to take them because it was a special, like one of those special 3D ultrasounds. Yep. And such a blessing that we had our parents there. Yeah. Um, because we went in for the ultrasound and when she was doing it, she like looked at the little feet, counted all the toes, looked at the hands, did this, kept going back to the face, but wasn't saying anything. And then she's like, Oh, do you want to go empty your bladder and I'll have another look? Emptied my bladder, 
had another look at the face and then she's like, I'm just going to call my supervisor in. No, I was so Oh, bad. my heart's like pounding talking about it. Yeah. And um, Kurt and I just looked at each other and we're like, what's going on? Like, is something wrong? So I remember at well, that point. Well, because our parents were like, stop talking to both yeah. their moms. It was dead silent in the room. And I remember that was like the exact point for me where I was like, something's not right. Yeah. I knew something wasn't right. She walked back in and the supervisor came in and was having a look. And they're like, have you heard of a cleft lip before? And I was like, I have no idea. But I no clue at all. And then no I was like, no idea. Like, yeah. And then they're like, yeah, have you got a cleft? And then yeah, they're like, go home, have a Google of a cleft, blah blah blah. Your baby also has a one in three chance of having either a missing chromosome or Down syndrome as well. Was what we got. I think yeah. our actually our obstetrician told us that at our next appointment. The next appointment. I think they let us kind of digest that it was going to have a cleft first, or she. Yeah. We didn't know the gender by then. Yeah. Um, she was going to have a cleft. And anyways, I remember I walked to the car. We tried to stay strong in front of our mums. We cried a little well, bit. Well, I didn't even... I was like... I was fine because I was like... It hit oh. you like two weeks later. Yeah, because I was like, oh, I don't even know what it is. Yeah. I was like, oh, we're, it's fine. We're just, it's all good. I was so worried. Then, I, I just... I was so... And I knew... And like, it's just crazy. I feel like sometimes too, like... I don't know if this is right or not, but was my body trying to miscarry because something wasn't right? Well, it's... It's... Because it's deformed. Like it's yeah, not it's like a deformity. A, yeah. It is a deformity. Yeah. So anyways, we hopped in the car and before we drove home, um, we had a Google hey yeah. in the car and we both just sobbed. Yeah, it was like, it was just so, because then you just go through. People, so, people looking like at your pe- baby different, people not accepting your child into society. You know, I feel like we're in a day and, and age you've now. Got te- you've got to like tell everyone to with their expectations and not, it's exactly. not going to be like that was the biggest thing I was like fuck I've got to make sure I tell everyone what's so wrong so then she's not born like, and then everyone's like what the well, fuck's wrong like yeah because it's you know yeah. it is something that you can see as soon as you see her face it's so obvious mm. um, and it's so crazy you know in today's age it is something people are so like even I'm shocking with the way that I look, like I wear makeup every day, says the person who's not wearing makeup today. <laughs> but <laughs> well, I usually, on a podcast. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right. <laughs> I'm also vlogging, um, but yeah, I it is you know that day and age, and you. Oh, no, you just, just you know, but then once they come, you're like, why do I think like that? But you just think because you're just like, oh, really? Like on paper, whatever mm. I'm gonna say, like you're, you're young, you're, gonna, you're healthy, you're gonna bounce back, you're gonna have a great looking little baby, and like that's just all everyone always used to say. And you're like, even there's nothing wrong looking at with her at all, but no, it's just like then, you always just thought it was gonna be so straightforward, hectic. and no, and then yeah, exactly, it was gonna be real hectic, but then it's like happens, and it's and it's so funny, honestly, from the day she was born, I never ever felt ashamed of it, or no, never it's, ever it was wanted the to hide it. Feeling. It is the weirdest feeling. We, if, like, oh, if I had something on me, sorry, I was talking no, about you. No, you're not. You're <laughs> <laughs> me every day all day. <laughs> we just literally had to re-record like a whole part because every time I tried to get a word out of my mouth, Kurt yelled over the top of me. It's good though because you're more <laughs> Sorry, go. <laughs> um, yeah, because if I was, was like something wrong with me, I'd be like, oh shit, I'm not going to go out until it gets better. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that's just the way you think in your head. and Like that's just it. It's, I don't think like that now, but... You can understand. You, younger. you can understand why you wouldn't think like that. Well, yeah, and a lot of people 
I guess too, it is one of those things that is shone upon in a lot of different societies. Like if you guys don't know with Loveless Rose, we actually work alongside Operation Smile and it's such an amazing charity. And they tell me stories about people over in India. Um, they think that they're witches if they're born with it and people don't go out of their house and they don't do this. And yeah. you know, people are beat up because of um, having a cleft and it's so sad. Oh, it's yeah. so it's fucked hectic. up. Um, and Mila's just so lucky that she lives in a country like we live here. Oh, 100%. You know? Like, yeah, and she's... But we it, sort of when you when it came yeah when she come to you don't even like maybe it's, it's just weird, your own hey? kid you don't like look I don't at know, it, it was it's just weird, her it's just her yeah that's it, it. Was, you don't even look at it and go like that's her cleft you just look at her and you're like you're that's never, my baby and I just love her with every because people just part think, oh, of me yeah people like just say oh the parents just say that because that's their kid but like it's weird. you see you past like, it straight away yeah you don't know until it um, happens to you yeah you, you, you'll never be like no. yeah you won't. No. And then, yeah, like, you know, we, with our, um, with Miller, we took her out everywhere. We yeah. took her to the grocery shops. We took her here. We took her there. We took her and we got so many questions and everyone was actually really amazing about it. Um, mm. I had a few older people that would just like stare without saying anything. But that made me same, feel a bit uncomfortable. It's like with, um, Regan's helmet. I know it's not. I know. Everyone's always like, what's that? Why is she wearing that? But that's good. I like when they ask. Yeah, I'm then, like, great. I just hate the bad, bad stares. Yeah, it's not a bad thing. Yeah. 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 There's just, yeah. Anyways, and it's just because there's not enough awareness about these things. And this is all, you know, coming back mm. to that whole core purpose why I started everything I do to raise awareness about and break down the stigma. That's why we need mm. to get more models on websites that have differences. That's why we need to be more open and vulnerable and speak about our own things and journeys that we've gone through. Um, and hopefully with this podcast, you know, we can try to raise more awareness about that again. And like, that's something hugely that I want to do is get, um, parents on with kids with differences and kind of just chat about yeah. what they've gone through. Well, yeah, make it into, so it's not a difference. It's that's exactly a... right. The more you talk about it, that's how you do it. Yeah. Well, Mil- I swear. Like, yeah. Anyways, it would just be Miller's cleft situation. It's not even a thing with anyone. No. Now. So let's talk about then the first weeks taking her home and the struggles that we went through with that because trying to feed a baby with a cleft <laughs> oh, is a whole nother story again. So we got her home. We're happy. We are actually, no, let's talk about the hospital first and feeding her there. Yeah. So we had her. She came four weeks early. Um, and that was because I ended up having preeclampsia at the end of my pregnancy yeah. and, um, oh, she's just, your body's just trying to get, my body has never held a pregnancy for much longer than 37 weeks. Um, but in the hospital, how were the midwives? Yeah. Like they were so good. Like, they were they so were just, good. And that was, but then it was, in our defense on our side, it was good because we did not have another kid before this. So there was no, we had like, no idea how hard it was. There was no like breastfeed. There was no like, this is how you hold the bottle. It was like. So many people learning um, about something because there was a lot of people. There's still midwives there that knew what was going on, but they've never dealt with it. Exactly. But so it was exactly. like it was no wrong and right. And people I will just... never forget those. Sorry, I spoke over you. I will never forget oh <laughs> those midwives. They said to us, "They're like, we are so impressed by you both." Yeah, it was Kira because was just... well, you too. You know, we did so much research. Once we found out, we had bought in every type of bottle you can possibly have for a baby with a cleft. We were so pre- prepared. We brought in our own breast pump. We bought this. We bought that. And they're like, oh my gosh, like you guys are fully... Because they were trying to feed Miller. They couldn't yeah. get her to take a bottle. And then I'd watch like a million tutorials on YouTube and I got her to take the bottle. Remember? Yeah. yeah. And then yeah. she just... Yeah. It was weird. It was just everyone's learning curve. Yeah. But, but she was, was tiny. Oh yeah. She was like... Five my, pound four. Yeah. It was my hand. 
She was just like pretty much my hand with a head on it and then legs on. It. She was so tiny, guys. And I feel like with the feeding, um, there was just so much pressure with getting her to wait, gait gain weight so that we could have her surgery because remember she had to hit a certain weight by 12 weeks yeah, before so they could, could operate yep yeah so then um yeah it was a bit yeah, of a mission such a, yeah that's what i noticed with the other kids it wasn't like the stress. if she spewed it was a major yeah because so like somebody the, chucked like, around after a bottle we were like why yeah like if she just spew up we're like fuck it took so long to keep 20 mils down oh how long did it take her to take a bottle yeah. It took us like 45 minutes to feed her a bottle. Yeah. Um, we dripped for like days. We just like dripped a mil, yeah, like a million for like an hour and then we'll do another mil. Yeah, and then like just better pretty much flat out. I remember like a mad day we did seven mils and in one like, feed. Yeah. <laughs> like seven mils. <laughs> do you remember as well, like, because obviously um, they told us that breast milk was the best way to go for her healing. So um, I exclusively pumped for the first 14, Yeah, which 15, made things 20 times harder for both 20 of times harder because it meant that Kurt had to get up all night when Miller only slept for like 45 minutes. Because you um, would pump. I pretty much fed her every time. And then I pumped. Yeah. So it took me 20 minutes or more to pump enough food. milk. And then Kurt had to feed her the bottle um, because, yeah, we had to pump for the next feed. And I didn't have enough milk to have like multiple feeds for the night. I had to keep doing it every yeah. single feed. So yeah, Kurt was very hands-on and he had to get up every day and still go to work. But yeah, that's just what you have to do, isn't it? Yeah. And then the reflux was just beyond guys. So it took us about, but by the time I pumped and then we got her to feed in the night, it took about an hour. Yeah. And then by the time we finished burping, it was probably half an hour and she was feeding every hour and a half to two hours. So sometimes like she literally, but we then, wouldn't even sleep. Yeah, because, and then another thing with the feeding, like the, to stop reflux and to stop whatever, like air, like wind, mm-hmm. is to prolong feed. So you can imagine her getting like seven mils, mm-hmm. pretty sure, and 45 minutes later, she's going to be hungry. But then in, in another baby's circumstance, they would wait, you know what I mean? They'd pull, pull that feed out because mm-hmm. then it, you know what I mean? But the, the more frequently you feed, the windier they are. Exactly and right. And her mouth didn't shut. So it was just guaranteed. Yeah, her mouth was permanently open. Oh, it was So we'll put photos about all of this that we're talking about as well on our Instagram over on the podcast so you guys can see like how tiny she was, how we were feeding her and kind of put the story into a photograph, I guess, and see yeah. exactly how young we were too. We were so <laughs> little. Um, so we finally got her to put on enough weight and she was 12 weeks old when she went into surgery. Um, but the pressure to get her to gain weight was insane. I've never felt so much pressure in my life yeah. for anything. Yeah. Every appointment, they're like, she's not gaining enough weight. That's what weight. other people didn't understand either. I talked over again, but... Um, it's okay. I'm yeah, just Because um, people wanted to help us to give us a break, but it wouldn't give us a break because of the amount of pressure it would put on us if she didn't have a feed, she didn't take that much in that feed. Exactly. If she wouldn't have it because exactly. we wouldn't get... People still got it, but they're like, you need a break, but then... It you, put you more don't. stress on us in the yeah, long run. Yeah, because you need to... We felt, like, we felt like we had to do it because, I don't know, it was weird. Like, if she us. threw up, it's our fault. We just were yeah, like... Yeah, I know. It was so much pressure. So much pressure. And then, yeah, she finally ended up having her surgery day. Um, and we ended up staying up at Brisbane. How many days? Did we sat there for two nights? Two nights, eh? Two nights. So, we had to fast her before her surgery. Yeah, which was like another... Fucking <laughs> fasting a 12 week old you guys can imagine so it was meant to be eight hours but then they were five hours late for the surgery yeah so it was 
insane. Like, what do you even do? Yeah. We, yeah, I we bawled. Tried, we, I was holding her. Well, and then people, I didn't want to hold her because she could smell my milk. And I was just crying and but crying. But then people go, people are like, oh, why don't you just put a dummy in her mouth? It's because babies with clefts can't suck a dummy. No, you so can't put anything where, in your mouth. Yeah, that's where you could help a baby. In if that they were hungry, yeah, you'd give them a dummy, but she couldn't hold a dummy. She couldn't hold a dummy. It just fl- flipped straight out. Even if you held it with your hand, it wouldn't... Well, that's what I felt like wrapping, coming around <laughs> her head and leaving the dummy <laughs> in. in. But then you can't, because no. then if they throw up... Yeah, then, exactly right. Like, it was so hectic. But that, um, that weight to go into that surgery was just beyond. Yeah. It was beyond. It was, yeah, I was, I remember just, and then leaving her, I'm literally going to cry. Oh, leaving yeah. her in that room with a surgeon, not knowing how she's going to react to anesthetic. Um, and you know, a lot of parents go through that. A lot of parents have to put their babies in surgery for all different reasons. Yeah, yeah that's exactly right. Um, and I think that they'll relate to that feeling of just, you know. Gosh. And then never to see the cleft again. It was just... I know. That was a whole other thing. Adapting to looking at our baby and, you know, knowing she's yeah, never going to look the same. Like, what the hell? And she looked so different. Yeah. She looked so different. It was yeah. crazy. And um, only one of us could go into the post-op and feed Miller. So I end up going in there and feeding her. Um, and it was the most saddest thing I've ever seen. She had blood pouring out everywhere. She was screaming because she was so hungry. And yeah. the teat I had to feed her with is literally a piece of plastic. So I'm trying to feed her the bottle, but I'm trying to make sure the plastic doesn't hit her fresh wound. So I'm trying to like squeeze this milk in her mouth. She's choking. I'm bawling. What? I'm bawling my eyes out. My tears are falling all on her face, all in her mouth. And I'm no one. And no one was helping me. Not one nurse there came over to try to help but, me feed her. Yeah, and at the same time, they'd be like, give the, that girl her space. With, you know what I mean? At the same time. Yeah, I know, but that I was my know, first can... time post-op and I remember just feeling like such a failure. But like, yeah, I just felt like I can't... Well, the worst thing was trying to get her to feed that thing because you're not. she's not allowed... She wasn't allowed to suck. No, she's not allowed to suck it. So you have to squeeze into her mouth, but she's not allowed to with her stitches and that. She wasn't allowed to actually suck. So it was just so much off and on that first two weeks before she got the stitches out, she just slept on a mattress on the floor in our bedroom. And I remember my mum walking in one morning and she was like, honey, like you. And I was just bawling. Like we just got no sleep. It was by far um, the hardest time. And like sitting here now and talking about it, you kind of forget, don't you? Yeah, you forget how much you go through. So anyways, guys, that's kind of our journey on what we went through with Miller. Yeah. And I guess we'll kind of share what's in store for her now going forward. So she's had that one surgery. Yeah. But she's still got her gum notch involved. I always get asked about this, but basically up the top on her gum notch, like where your teeth are, there's that's where her cleft is as well. Yeah, so like not, there is nothing there. No, so she's definitely got to have another surgery for that between eight and ten, where they'll do a bone graft from her hip and pop it in her jaw, and her adult teeth will actually go through the bone graft. Yeah, it'll be. We sort of need to. They've told us, but they obviously they've got no. Um, Exact, time, exact time or anything. They're not giving us too much information until it happens because it could change. They could just go, oh, no, we're not doing that now. Yeah. Like, yeah. They're just and waiting. So many things um, come oh, into consideration another. too. Sorry. Like, Bloody. you know, like her nose, how she struggles to breathe on that one side. There's guaranteed going to do something for that. Yeah. She's got a massive part of skin hanging down um, on the side. She's had the operation where more than half of her nose is covered by skin. Yeah, because, but they couldn't cut, you can't cut that out until their face is grown developed yeah yeah because they said like it couldn't affect it changes it so more. much yeah. exactly. remember how she got that when all the when she had all the stitches there, and then we had to go back up obviously get all the stitches taken out yeah that was major 
And then remember that internal stitch? Yep. She had her nose, it got in, her nose turned into like full Rudolph. Oh my gosh, I'm going to see if I can find photos of that. His nose, and everyone's like, eh, it's all right, it's all right. And I'm like, what Something the fuck? is wrong. There's something wrong with his nose. And then I was in the bath one time, and I was just rubbing, 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 and then I pulled the stitch. It, like, yep, it blue. Up, it was blue. Yeah, remember it came, out, came up to the surface. Because I had a, well, I knew, because I had a bit of glass stuck in my hand for like six months. Mm-hmm. And we went to the doctors and we're like, and we got an ultrasound on my hand and everything. They're like, there's nothing there. It's just like dried blood. And I'm like, how can it be fucking dry blood in my yeah. hand? I'm like, it was so sore. And then I felt the feeling. And it was the exact same feeling as when I was feeling her nose. Oh. And then I was like, there's something in her nose. So yeah. And I remember just rubbing. I remember what I did with my hand. Like after six months, my hand, I was like, this is so bad. And I just yeah. rub, 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 rub. And then it's like, it's. Because obviously all you're trying to do the whole time, it's just coming to the surface, coming to the surface. Trying to come out. Yeah. Yeah, I forgot about that actually. Yeah, and then her nose, and then we pulled that, and I pulled that stitch out in the bath that night. And I was like, "What yeah. the fuck?" Oh my gosh. We um we might do a Q and A about this in another episode in the future. If you guys have any questions, let us mm. know over on Instagram because I feel like it's something we could honestly talk about forever. Yeah, like we're gonna so have many to stop to soon. But yeah. there's like so. Many <laughs> let's let's move on to our fucking good food of the week. just a quick question we won't answer it right now who do you guys think it is that says that the fork and good food it's one of us with the effect on do you think it's kurt that says it or do you think it's me that says it (laughs) (laughs) so what's your fork and good food of the week mine would definitely definitely be i went we went down the cafe and then we were going to get um just avocado on toast you know that smashed avocado on toast That's way overpriced. Uh, yes, it was like eighteen dollars. But I was like, "Fuck, I'm paying eighteen bucks, so I'm not getting shitty sourdough." Why does every fucking cafe have do sourdough? You can't even do buy it. I know it's why. so hard. Why? I know why. It doesn't because go off. It probably normal bread goes off quicker. So have sourdough. Just leave it there. It doesn't matter if it's off. It's still gonna be hard. <laughs> That's exactly what sourdough is. But no, because I was like, I don't want sourdough. And she's like, Oh, and I said, I just want a whole meal bread just a bit of toast with avo and she's like oh we don't have wholemeal bread i'm like you're kidding me so they didn't have that she goes we're a gluten-free bread and i'm like yeah righto i'll have the gluten-free or just anything but Seado had the gluten-free it was like having avocado on a fucking bit of cake it was so good oh, eh? it was, it was so good bit of bread it I've was had. yummy um is it even bread if you call it glu- is it gluten-free is it bread i don't know gluten-free bread <laughs> <laughs> It's gluten free cake with avocado. That's what it tastes like. It tasted it like so it, hey? Like good. the texture was similar to, te- to cake. I think I might have to go back down and get the It bread. was $18 for one piece of avocado fucking toast. I yeah, was like, like, you're So this bread me. was, yeah, three quarters of a size of a normal slice of bread, too. It was tiny. I was yeah. like, what the hell? They did good stacking the avo on it. They did. There's a lot of avo, but like, yeah, come but, on. It's a no, dollar they, for an avocado. Yeah, it's it was really not worth eighteen dollars. Anyway, it was worth the experience too. <laughs> it was worth. Now we know about the gluten-free bread. Yeah, it was good. What's mine? I don't know. I've been. I'm probably a bad person with the food thing this week because I've been really healthy. But Is probably it been this week though. Yeah, the last few days. So, oh, you know what? I'm gonna say I had a good old veggie stack when we went to when I went to my girlfriend's baby shower, um, and it was amazing. I haven't had a veggie stack in that long. Oh my gosh. Oh. Had the balsamic glaze the, and roast mushrooms in it. I was like, we never make r- mushrooms. 
What about the red wine my dad brought over? That was true. Yeah, but I don't know what it's called, so I'm not going to tell it, and then I can't tell them. Oh, true. So the cafe that Kurt went to to get the smash avo was called Tucker, and the cafe that I went to was called, what was it? Coconut Coconut Coffee House in Terranora. Yeah. And yours is at Casuarina, Tucker at Casuarina. So there's our fork and good food of the week. All right, guys, this has been a bit of a longer episode, but we have to go pick two children up, and one has just woken up from nap time. Yes, that's life. That is life, but thank you guys so much for tuning in, and we will see you next week, 7 o'clock Tuesday. Thanks for coming. Guys. And having a chat. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. You snapped it up. Okay, take two. Thanks for coming. (laughs) and having a chat. chat.